0: What's up guys. This is Wences. welcome back to my channel where we talk about personal development for INFJs and how to create an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about INFJ depression and if it's time for an ego loss, And don't quote me on this. I'm not sure if ego is the right expression. You know, some people call it super ego. Some people call it part of your personality. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is part of your personality. Are you willing and are you ready to give up a part of your personality in order to have what you want in order to stop this depression and really turn your life inside out, particularly for INFJs. This is a very hard question because we don't want to give up on ourselves. We don't want to give up who we are, but who are we? Really? What is really the thing that keeps us grounded? Is it really our personality or other parts that we should be willing to change in order to be able to be more of our authentic self? That is the question we're going to tackle today. And before we get started, I want to remind you, if you want to take the next step in creating your INFJ Epic life and you want to work with me privately, then check out the link in the description for now only only one month I'm offering single sessions. I think we start next week. So really look out for that. So if you've been waiting for a while now, this is your chance to take advantage of it. So this topic I'm sure will trigger some of you because it was something that triggered me forever. If people told me, Oh, just don't think so much, just don't, you know, question those things. Why do you even want to know this? It triggered me so much because this is part of who I am. I didn't want to change how I was. I didn't, want to change the fact that I wanted to see somebody and fall instantly in love. That is the thing I wanted. I didn't want to change the way I was that I was the one protecting others. I was the one who felt strong because I could take a lot of pain. I could be the sidekick. I could be the martyr. And that was what made me lovable. These things were part of me and there was no way I was going to give that up. Particularly not if somebody else told me, yeah, why don't you just think less or why don't you just stop caring about it? We all been in this situation. We're first off people who are, when it comes to these aspects, rather stubborn. We think we're very flexible and we're open to many different opinions, but believe me, we are stubborn and it's not necessarily something that you might think like a part of your ego could be, that you put others first. This doesn't sound like a bad thing, right? If you think about ego and somebody with a big ego, you think of a person who's all about themselves. Who's all about me, me, me. And what I want is the only thing that matters. And I want to force other people to do what I want, but that's not all. Your ego is also your self image of being somebody who never wins of somebody who's stuck in their life of somebody who's just bound to have a life full of pain and suffering. And that's the way, life's going to be. It's also part of thinking, well, the things I experienced, the trauma that I really encountered that really happened. So it's of course, totally understandable the way I am. It is, it definitely is, but that doesn't mean that you cannot change it. And it only comes down to, if you want to change it, it isn't easier said than done. This is a complex process, but it really comes down to, are you willing to make those steps? And here I want to quote Gary Zukov, and I'm going to read it because I do not want to say this, so he says when the personality comes fully to serve the energy of its soul, that is authentic empowerment. So, and I have heard this quote many times, um, for the longest time, I think the first time he mentioned it was probably in the seventies or in the eighties. And it really resonated with me because for the first time I realized, okay, my personality, isn't my soul. So if I change something about my personality, that doesn't mean that I'm giving up on myself. I actually understand more what my soul wants. And because of that, I'm willing to adapt my personality. My personality isn't something that cannot be changed. So one of the things I recognized is that my soul wants to help others. I want to make the world a better place. I want others not to suffer. I want to encourage them. I want them to feel the best about themselves and I always wanted this and the way I had built up my personality was that I neglected myself in order to make other people feel good about themselves. And that is the best I could do at that time. Like I'm at this point where I know there is no end game. There is no such thing as, okay, now I'm fully developed. Now my personality is solid and I will never adapt or change or grow. This is all part of the progress. And I always know that I'm doing the best that I can at this particular time. So I'm not regretting any of the actions that I did. I'm not regretting any of the steps I've done so far. And I hope you approach it the same way. It doesn't matter what could have been, or should have been. The question is, what is the purpose of your soul? What is it that you really want? And that carries such a weight for you that you're willing to do things that nearly destroy you, right? This is actually a great indication for this. So I so wanted this, that I was willing to pretty much destroy myself. I had given up everything I was, not myself. I was just a shell of a person with the only intention to help others find themselves. Of course, there's a lot of trauma behind it. Of course, there's this thing of, okay, this is the only way I'm going to be able to be loved. This is the only way I'm going to be able to be respected. This is the only way I can really serve what I want. If I would give that up. So if I saw that person and that person is suffering and I just say, you know, not my problem, that would be the biggest betrayal to myself. That was the point where I was at, but this thing is part of my personality. It is not my soul because what my soul wants, is to help people understand themselves. Part of my personality is the way I approach it, the way I go about it. And my ego is attached to that personality. I'm a person who barely does the minimum. I'm a person who stays in the background, I'm a person who doesn't have a lot of friends, all of these things, as I said, are part of my personality and part of my ego. So the moment I recognized in order to really serve the purpose of my soul and being able to help people in order to do that, I have to change. my personality because my current personality, my current ego, the image that I have of myself is not making that happen. It actually gets me to a point where I'm enabling people to keep on going under on negative path because there's no consequence for their self-sabotaging behavior. And at the same time, I'm hurting myself. And the more I hurt myself, the less energy I have, the less energy I have, the less I can give. So then I recognized I have to become a different person. I have to actually adapt my personality in order to serve the purpose of my soul. So if I want to be able to help more people, I actually have to become more about myself. I have to make sure that I give to myself first, that I put myself first, that there's nothing evil about it. It's a necessity in order to be able to help others. There's this example I gave in one of my last videos and a lot of you resonated with it, which was if you're a doctor, for example, you cannot be emotionally involved in every person who dies on your table, for example, because maybe you get to save hundred people and one person you cannot. So in order to be able to save those hundred people, you have to be emotionally detached. That doesn't make you a bad person because your purpose in this moment is to save as many lives as you can. If you would allow all this emotionality, then that one person that you cannot save, that would destroy you. That will really pull you down. And you might think, okay, that way, that person's relatives see that I'm a good person. They see that I really care about them. I'm not just somebody who's all about numbers, but what is the result? The result is that this one case really takes such a toll on you then you are not able to save the other hundred. So killing your ego doesn't necessarily mean that you have to give up being a selfish person and then become kind and nice and generous. Killing your ego in many cases, specifically for us INFJ means becoming more about yourself protecting yourself more, not allowing so much of other people's emotions to have an impact on you because the more you focus on other people's emotional states, the less you're going to be able to go towards your goal. So that being said, that does not mean that nowadays I'm not emotionally involved with people that I don't listen to their problems, but actually I get to help way more people and I get to help them in such a better way than I was ever able to. But at the same time, let me tell you this. I don't know my best friend in such a capacity. How I used to, I don't know my mom in such a capacity. How I used to, I used to know exactly what kind of music my friend loves. I used to exactly know what makes her sad what makes her happy. I was so so attached to her emotional state because that was the way my personality was set up. I felt cutting off that connection would make me a bad person. And I didn't see that any other way of living would be a choice. Now. I don't have that. She's still my best friend. I still see her all the time. She's actually just as happy, if not even happier, but I'm not that deeply attached to her soul. I'm not that deeply connected with what her feelings are at all time, because the price that I had to pay for this is that I wasn't paying attention to my feelings, to my wishes, to where I want to go. And you got to trust, that you are full of integrity, that you do have some negative aspects of yourself as well. Of course, we're never just this angel. We do have human qualities. We do have situations where we are maybe a little bit selfish or where we are a little bit arrogant and these things we so often don't want to see in us. We don't want to accept this. And because we don't want to accept all of us, we rather concentrate on somebody else and we're forgiving. We're forgiving at that moment, right? Because just because your friend is arrogant at some point, doesn't mean that you don't like them anymore. You actually find a reason why they are this way. Yes, they're scared. That's why this comes out for others. You always find a reason, but not for yourself. So when you go a little deeper and you ask yourself, what is the purpose of my soul? You'll recognize that it's totally fine to adapt your personality, to kill your ego and killing your ego is really hard. It's not something that you just say, okay, today I'm just gonna kill my ego. And of course it's not something you do from hundred percent to zero, right? It doesn't work like this. But if you're just open towards it, you will see that because you take the risk of changing something up, like, you know, for the first time, speaking out, letting other, people people know parts of you that you wanted to keep hidden out of fear of judgment. When now, you know, well, in order for me to really go towards the purpose of my soul, which is to be my authentic self, to share that, to feel that I'm good enough and through that inspire others in order to do that, I have to show those parts where I'm most afraid of people will judge me. That does not mean that you have to share like really private moments, but it also doesn't mean that you should hide your convictions. If people judge you, then they would have judged you before. Anyways, they just didn't know your true self. So what's the point being liked for somebody that you're not rather be disliked for who you are, because then you have a chance for other people to like you. This chance really goes out the window. If you're not allowing yourself to be as authentic as you can be. And that includes accepting parts of you that aren't that pretty, that aren't so lovable, that aren't so great. They make you complex and they make you human. And we all have that. So when you are in a depressive state and I'm really talking about a depressive state here, I'm not talking about, okay, you've been clinically depressed for years. You really have an imbalance that is causing you to be sad all the time and not have any motivation. Like, I'm not a psychologist. I'm definitely not a psychiatrist. Like this is way beyond what we should be talking about here. But most of us are not even giving ourselves a chance to get out of these depressive states and these depressive states, they can take forever. It's not like if you've been depressed for the last 10 years, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's something wrong, that the only way you can fix this is to actually go to a professional, maybe even get medicine for it and so on. As I said, situations and people who need this exists and this is valuable valuable, but so many people are not giving themselves the chance to change that. So if you're in this state and you've been there for a longer time and you feel stuck, then reconsider your stubbornness towards your personality. Maybe you will be open to change something about the fact that you say, I'm never going to go for a good job because that means I'm giving up my soul. I just want to help people. Well, okay, but let's look at the reality. Maybe because you're so stubborn and not going for that job, you're actually at a point where you are barely surviving. There's no way you can really help others because you are just focused to kind of like keep your head above water. What if you change your personality? What if you're more open to being somebody who actually goes for the better job, even though this isn't ideal, because then you have a security, you feel like you're taking care of your needs. And because of that, you have way more energy to help the people around you. Another example is if you don't want to leave people behind because you feel like, okay, they need me, but what is the price that you're paying here? If they need you in such a way that you have to give up, who you are and what you want and what you could achieve in life, because that in itself would make them uncomfortable. Then the price is too big. Yes. You want them to feel good about themselves. But right now, the way you do it, your personality by staying with them is not getting the result done because they keep staying unhappy. It's not like they're happy by themselves. They need you to neglect what you're doing in order for them to pretend like all is great. If you're in a position where you feel like, okay, if I stop dimming my light, Thank you the people around me will feel bad about themselves. Then your ego is holding you back because if the purpose of your soul is for people to feel good about themselves, then the way to do it on a bigger scale that is not just attached to this one person, because this one person, there's also codependency happening there. It's also a matter of they need me. That makes me valuable. When we stop looking at it from this perspective and we recognize, okay, I want to help people. Then you recognize also that in the end people have to find that power within themselves. And the only way they can find that is if they choose themselves, So by you not choosing yourself, you're actually not being a good role model to them because people don't listen to what you're saying. People are looking at what you're doing. So when you start choosing yourself and you're saying, I want to help people. Yes, I don't want you to suffer, but in the end it's an evil. I have to pay at this point and I will teach myself not to be that emotionally invested in that because when I choose myself and I become bigger, I actually get to inspire people to follow their path, as well, to find the strength in themselves, to create a better life for themselves. And this is just one of so many examples, allow yourself to change your personality. I have done it and trust me, I never thought that it's possible. And I feel more authentic than I've ever been. Remember the quote, When the personality comes to fully serve the energy of its soul, that is authentic empowerment. Your personality serves your soul. What does your soul want? And then you adapt your personality. You kill your ego of this impression of this is who I have to be. And you'll see how your life will turn around. I really hope that helped you and inspired you to really take this step seriously. There's so much potential in this. Remember if you want to take the next step in creating your INFJ Epic life, then work with me privately next week. We're starting with single sessions. It's only a trial period of one month. So if you've been waiting for this, now is the time take the chance. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment today's topic, then watch the video INFJ cold hearted and brutal. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and i talk to you next time. Bye.